You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events to get free and periodic updates to this program and our other interesting programs. Be sure to enter your email address in the subscribe to WHTT box on the right side of our website, whtt.org. And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. The subject of war is our primary purpose because in our effort to make changes, that's the place that we know the change needs to be made. So that's the place we do our primary work. President-elect Trump signifies he will end support for Syrian rebels. This would uh, indicate that he is willing to actually work with the Russian governments to defeat ISIS. We have said in many articles that it was clear and obvious and strongly suspected that the U.S. was funneling funds or armaments through Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia was funding the so-called rebels in Syria, and those groups have been fighting to overthrow the government there, and the Russians have said no dice, Uh, we're supporting the Syrian government, we're not for regime change, we're going to support the Syrian government, we we almost find ourselves pitted against the Russians. This is a very significant statement, if true, and we need to get on uh, Mr. Trump's bandwagon and let him know that we heard him and that uh, we want him to follow through on his claim, saying that he's going to stop supporting the so-called rebels who are trying to overthrow the Syrian government and that he's going to concentrate his efforts on getting rid of ISIS. Of course, we've written many times that ISIS is very easy to get rid of because it's probably propped up and funded by Saudi Arabia, Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, and the U.S.'s other buddies in the Middle East. And if we simply demanded they stop funding it and cut off our funds for the people who fund ISIS, it would soon go away. So... We've said from the very start it's not going to take any troops, any massive bombardments or anything like that to get rid of ISIS. It simply takes a a concentrated effort to support existing governments and not to overthrow more Middle Eastern governments who haven't done anything to us. I'd like to comment, Chuck, on just what you said about Trump coming out and saying that our war is not against Bashar al-Assad in Syria and that we're not going to support the, uh, the rebels anymore. I, I think people might ask the question, why are we hold these truths talking about these issues in, in Syria and the banking and so forth and so on? Well, the, the bottom line is that we, we're an organization that is pro-peace, and it, it affects the, the whole world in all, many, all, all different countries. But one thing I'd like to bring up is the whole thing with Syria, Syria happens to be inside Eretz Israel, which is the greater Israel. And if you do a, a search on Eretz, E-R-E-T-Z, Eretz Israel, the greater Israel, it shows you where the boundaries are, and it's clear up like almost 80, 90% of Syria and into Iraq and part of Saudi Arabia and, and actually into Egypt. This is the, the big game plan. And if you, if you understand that this is the prize that the Israelis are pushing for, and they're patient in the sense that it's not going to happen overnight. They took a little bit in the, in the 1880s, a little bit more in the, in the ni- early 1900s, and 1948, 1967. They keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And in, until that uh, vision of Eretz Israel is accomplished, I think they're just going to keep pushing. 
And so what we find is trying to destabilize the governments of Iraq, the governments of Syria, taking Palestinians completely out of the land. And that's all part of the big game plan. And so obviously to get the United States involved in this means war. And that's where we come in and say, no, not, not in the name of Christ, not in our name are we going to support this land-grabbing plan of the Israelis. If anyone wants to uh, look at a map of Arrest Israel, there's a, a website. It's ahavat-israel.com. It gives a bunch of different uh, maps, and that's uh, ahavat-israel.com. And when I'm looking at these maps, I just can't help but think what one area, what one country, have there been no ISIS attacks? And it's amazing. ISIS is the terror group, and guess what? There haven't been any ISIS attacks in Israel. And if the Muslim and the radical Muslim terrorists and so forth, their goal was to cast Israel into the sea, as a lot of the pundits like to say over and over again, it's very interesting that there are no uh, ISIS attacks in Israel. When we find out that the Israeli medical facility are helping ISIS fighters and rebel forces against Bashar al-Assad in Syria, it begs the question, you know, who, who really is the enemy here and who's supporting whom? So I think as we as a nation continue to support the military expansionism of the nation of Israel, we're going to see wars and wars and wars. It's only when we stand up and say, not in our name, or that we're going to support the Israel aggression anymore, will we finally see peace in the Middle East. Wow. Terrific. Great. That was excellent. Very good, Greg. Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcasts. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also, at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Join us in our efforts to wake the town and tell the people. Start small, think big, and press on towards the straight gate.